0: This podcast tells the stories behind the craft breweries across the country. I'm Erica,
1: Matt, and Sound Guy Ryan. And you're listening to an episode of Breweries. Hey everybody.
0: Hey, what's up?
1: We're back. Wait, what? Back, back We're back again? We are back and uh feels good to be back. It does. You know what's really cool about being back? is that I have structure in my life again. I felt Yay. without brew Roots, <laughs> I was just going down a... A, uh, a
0: long a, and dark A path road. of destruction. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely.
1: In my time off, I've seen um, Rise of the Skywalker 472 times. <sighs> At least. Just kidding, I saw it once. <laughs> Spoiler alert, not very good.
0: <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Eh. Fuck you, man.
1: Yeah, it's all right. Uh, but <laughs> but actually, we've been very busy with brew Roots stuff. Very busy. Yeah. Um, and this week's no different. We are very excited. We're going to have our guest uh, from Braintree, Massachusetts, our first South Shore Brewery. Oh, yeah. Uh, Widowmaker.
0: Widowmaker.
1: And I'm very excited because I very much so enjoy their beer.
0: Yeah. And just them in general. They're just really good people down there.
1: Yeah. That beer scene is very cool in the yeah, South Shore. No. And as someone sure. as a born and raised North Shore boy, most of for life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love the vibe down there.
0: Yeah, they're like a little like community little Don't little take family. away my
1: roast beef love, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: yeah, no, but uh, Shore is doing really cool things and Widowmaker um, no doubt is is part of that kind no of doubt, no cool doubt. Uh, movement.
2: Ryan, what did you like about that interview? I mean, what I really enjoyed was the um, the music, um, vibe that they yeah. had. You know, they had a very Are heavy sure? music background and it was just cool cuz I mean that's music that I come from and yeah that's that's all i have to say about that but the whole interview was great the whole trip was great
0: um
2: great story i'm trying to keep my story shorter this uh (laughs) that is one of the things Goals of this year (laughs) so um
1: we are going away from the season aspect yes rest in peace so r.i.p uh no longer will you see um season in the doobly-doo below uh whether you're on spotify yeah whatever um you will see episode numbers. Yeah. And you'll actually see that this is episode 99. 99.
0: What? 99. um, 99 problems. A bad beer ain't one.
1: No, we've had a couple, but that's okay. Not tonight. (laughs) Um, yeah, but the, we've done 99 episodes, which is incredible.
2: Huge um, milestone. It is. Yeah. The fact
0: that we're still here. I mean, I know I'm kind of a noob still, I guess. But like <laughs> you've been doing this for like three, two years. Yeah. Three years like, of my life. That's insane. And yeah. it's still here and we're growing and kicking ass. And yeah. We I'm are. so excited for what we're going to do.
1: We are growing. Um, and 100 episodes is always like a milestone. Like I remember it being a big deal when Seinfeld hit a th- a 100 episodes. I mean, the Simpsons literally hit a 100 episodes in like 1992. <laughs> yeah. No, <just> uh, <laughs> no, but like... Uh, I remember friends like just distinctly remembering like a hundred episodes and that being a big thing and not a lot of things these days uh, get to a hundred episodes and yeah there's we're a ton of podcasts exciting. I'm not saying that we're the best podcast out, but I mean we are there's there are
2: a ton of podcasts <laughs> out there who have, who have hit and far yeah. exceeded yeah, that yeah I mean yeah. Um, I listen to a podcast that has over seven hundred
1: yeah no you know, and it's, it's crazy we'll get there one day um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think Goals. sometimes our listeners. And I, as a, as a listener of other podcasts, don't take for granted how much it actually takes to do a weekly episode. It
0: takes a lot of work, yeah. for sure.
1: Um, so we are actually going to be celebrating that milestone
0: next week.
1: February 7th. I'm so excited for this because yeah, we're all really pumped. Um, we joined up with one of our favorite local breweries, uh, East Regiment yep. in Salem, Mass. And uh, we can mention Salem. Easily, and someone who's listening in Nebraska probably learned probably about knows Salem. where it is, so, um, yeah. <laughs> and and there's, a, there's a bunch of controversial history in Salem, whatever. And that's not the reason we chose it. We chose it because we love the team over at East Regiment. Um, they're yeah. hardworking uh, veterans. It's good everything guys, that we, we want to support.
0: Also, they have a solid parking situation, <laughs> yes. so <laughs> yes, <laughs> it helps.
1: Um, but we're so excited to... Join up with them for our 100th episode. Um, and we did something pretty cool with them a couple weeks ago. And Yes, we did. First time brewing on a, a huge production scale. Um, mm-hmm. So we brewed a ESB,
2: which stands for? Extra Special Bitter.
0: Ooh, Ooh, Ryan coming in clutch. Ryan
2: took his surround courses, I guess. And you know what? <laughs> um, uh, it's also going to be put on nitro. And that's uh, nitro, not notro. Like, like Erica, Erica, put it, <laughs> put it on yeah. our Sometimes Instagram. I
0: just like to see if people are paying attention. Yeah. Well, man, I
2: I saw
1: that.
0: Ryan caught it real quick. Yeah.
1: So um, I'm excited to have this beer, uh, and it's funny. Somebody messaged us on Instagram. We've we've been telling people we've been we're doing an ESP, and someone was like, "Thank you so much for not doing a hazy IPA." And I was like,
0: "You're welcome." That's not us.
1: Like, yeah, it isn't us, it, except it was, for me. It was East Regiment,
0: yeah. for sure. East Regiment yeah. was totally But like, we were like, no, we definitely wanted to do an ESB. Yeah, like, yeah.
2: when they came to us with that, we were like, yeah, oh yeah, fuck it. Yeah, Scott yeah. and Josh, they had the whole and recipe. And then on Nitro.
0: I don't know if I've ever had an ESP on Nitro. I'm excited. So I'm really excited to see yeah. how that goes. <sighs> I think
2: it's going to be like a... It's going to be like uh, a
0: really smooth... What like is it old beer. speckled?
2: No, not old speckled hen. Uh, the thing that comes in like a yellow can as the nitro ball in it and everything. So, you, well, a,
1: there are like Guinnesses that do that, but yeah, Yeah, but there,
2: there is a what um,
1: is this yellow can that he speaks? I'll of?
2: have well, you know what? We'll get back to you. I'm uh-huh. gonna, I'll text Scott sure. because him and I knew exactly what the beer was. Yeah,
1: I think it was the old speckled hen, which you were talking about actually. Right? Yeah,
2: but there's another one I think
1: anyway. He's um, confused. So, uh, <laughs> not only are we going to be celebrating with making a kick ass beer, <laughs> um, since the last time we have convened, uh, the bushfires and, like, the wildfires in Australia have um, happened. And that's, like... They did happen, yes. And we felt like that was a, uh, a charity that East Regiment and Brew Roots um, and a lot of our followers kind of all
0: <laughs> forces joined forces. And, yeah. um,
1: and it was funny. That was the first thing I asked my parents. I was like, what do you think we should do? And they're like, you should do Australia. Okay, thanks. That's a good. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. Didn't your Help friend also
2: suggest that as well? Yeah, while yeah. we were actually of, yeah. at the yeah. brew day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so very excited because we're going to be offering ten percent of the sales of that beer, um, not just from that night. The I think the, the life of that beer. So when it gets off the off kegging, it'll be you know it'll be yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah No, so I know yeah, exactly yeah. what you're saying. Ten percent right. of the whole yeah. keg, uh, which is very good, and I'm excited yeah. to be able to give to back to do that for um, sure.
0: We don't get at, to do that very often as a podcast.
1: No, no, so. no. Um, and that's something maybe we should look into more. Because Yeah, maybe
0: we should. <laughs> yeah, because
1: it, it feels good to, uh, to give back always. Gives you the warm and fuzzies. Yeah. Um, and our friends, Po' Boys and Pies, which I think I mention every time we hang out. It's true. Um, I love their food. Yeah. You can tell by the size of my stomach i'm trying to work off but <laughs> i had it for the first
2: time you had with it together you. i it still was haven't great. had it
0: i'll be honest it was oh. great but i've heard amazing things yeah from you matt <laughs> i,
2: I so had good. the shrimp i had the shrimp pole boy and oh, i was i was in love it was, nice. it, was, it was some good stuff yes
1: oh,
0: that's
1: cool so uh join us on february 7th from 7 to 10 friday
0: february 7th
1: at east regiment brewing company whoop, whoop. we will give you the description and the link below to our event um they have a minimum, they have like a, a maximum capacity of like 80 people. And our goal is to break it, break this <laughs> yeah, capacity, right. not, break the not, wall. not like <laughs> you I want, want a people line to, the door, yeah, folks. I want the line of the door. <laughs> so please come, uh, support East Regiment and, um, I guess support us, like
0: just celebrate, just celebrate. I mean, it's gonna be fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, this is not a ticketed event, no, so like no.
0: just come and drink beer and support and give back to the Aussies. For that's right, bushfires, yeah, yeah.
1: So, Erica. Yo. What is going on in Pink
0: Boots? What is going on in Pink Boots? I don't know. Yeah. no, I mean, I do. So you're all set. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Pink Boots hot blend is out. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, you should have already placed your orders, but if you didn't, I'm pretty sure you probably still can. I'm sure they have extra. They always do. Uh, but now so... that Ryan, myself,
1: and you are semi-professional brewers, we can Totes. also probably get...
0: Yeah. So homebrewers can now get it. I've been to. trying to push for it for this last year. Anyways, um, I really want to get some. And they were like, no, we don't do that. But uh, this year they finally did. So if you're a homebrewer and you want a couple ounces for a homebrew to kind of help celebrate and to give back to women in beer, you can do that, which is really awesome.
2: Yeah. I hate to put you on the spot but for the homebrewers listening yes. do you know what the hop blend can uh <sighs> is
0: I know it's like 12% alpha acid um I don't remember what hops are in it you're going to have to look that up I'll okay. post about it. Yeah, let's do a post. Yeah, but I'll, it's a, I'll post about it. it. Is a, but uh, it's definitely like a bittering hop. It's kind of what it's meant. It's meant for IPAs, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, still, you can find do whatever you creative want, creative with exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, basically, a uh, brewery is going to be brewing a beer on March 8th, which is International Women's Day. Um, they do it in support of women in beer and pink boots. Yeah. Usually, portions of that beer goes back to pink boots. It's pretty cool. So check it out in your area. I'm sure there's a craft brewery around you that will be brewing a beer for this. Absolutely. And then this month, I mean, by the time this episode comes out, you're only going to have like a couple days to apply. But if you're in Pink Boots, um, January's scholarship is with Oregon State University for their beer quality analysis series. Oh, wow. Yeah. no, it's pretty sweet. Pretty huge. So check it out.
1: Yeah, I'm always... Like it's so awesome. The Boston Pink Boots chapter, like Brian and everyone that's a part of it, um, they do a kick-ass job of organizing this. And from my understanding, organizing this is any of those scholarships is not an easy, like no task.
0: No, no, definitely.
1: So, like a lot of kudos to them because For they sure. really lead the charge and the gold standard of what Pink Boots, in my opinion, should be. Uh, not that I have the end-all, be-all, <laughs> um, but just seeing the engagement and. Following other other chapters from across the country, Boston's yeah. chapters, by far, in my opinion, the well, gold standard.
0: Not to tutor own horn, but we do raise a very large portion of the money for Pink Boots yeah. worldwide. Yeah,
1: whoop whoop. So, <laughs> what we are doing differently for these episodes is we are getting rid of a lot of the the bs that we had before so you're not mean the bullshit yeah the bullshit (laughs) Uh, so it was
0: fun but you know what there's a time and place for some of those things
1: so we're going to be moving a lot of our stuff to social media and youtube um so you are still going to get to see ryan's uh guessing beer
0: and crazy long stories and crazy
1: long stories (laughs) um and we're just going to be straight up with you youtube is extremely hard for us um but we'll be but there we'll be there so
0: check it out yep um <laughs>
1: but before doing so please follow us on all social medias
2: um before we get in the episode and
0: instagram be- facebook and twitter go to
2: our website
0: Ooh. and all of
2: that is there yeah. you can find everything that we have to offer on our website that
0: was beautiful what's our hashtag ryan or hashtag app.
2: Um, we're just, app, groups yeah, on we're just app roots that's what I was trying to say Cool. I was about Great to say time. hashtag we're going to create a hashtag on the mm. spot yeah, yeah no, on
1: not the spot happen. go for
0: it <laughs> but um,
1: also uh, if you like what you're hearing we were able to get some amazing guests this season because oh breweries so exciting. are looking at our <laughs> listenership they want to basically see if doing this podcast is worth their time and we have not faced one person to tell us no totally agree um, because of listeners like you guys out there who rate us subscribe word of mouth um all that stuff you take our sticker you put it somewhere like we're starting to see our stickers in the wild and people tagging it and us and we
0: have new stickers
1: we do have new stickers Woo-hoo. um so just continue to do so um and if you haven't done so and you're like the, like me who doesn't rate and subscribe don't be like me rate and subscribe give us five star and don't be like Matt help us out uh, because we want to get to 200 episodes and 300 episodes and the beer seems not dying no
0: it's always growing It's always
1: growing so uh yeah who's coming up ryan
2: this week we got Widowmaker. Yeah. When we're gonna be talking to chris and ryan yeah great hell job. yeah
1: well welcome back guys and thank you <laughs> and uh we'll catch you on the outro cheers
2: cheers
0: this week's episode would not be possible without our amazing sponsor shirts on tap
2: Each month, they team up with breweries from across the country and create a custom shirt and deliver it to your doorstep, along with stickers and coupons. Sign up today using the promo code BrewRoots for $5 off your first box.
0: Head on over to shirtsontap.com today. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts.
2: You looking to get into a new hobby? Oh yeah. Sure thing. Well, Erica, where can we do that?
0: Go down to Beer and Wine Hobby. Ooh. And what can we get there? Everything you need to start your homebrew journey.
2: And we'll help
1: you along that journey by using our promo code, Brew to get ten percent off your next order.
0: Visit beer-wine.com to start your homebrew journey today.
1: All right. So, Erica, um, as a North Shore boy, I kind of committed a cardinal sin today by making my way
0: to the South Shore. To the South Shore. Dun, dun, dun. I won't tell my
1: parents because they're already disappointed in me. <laughs> but. No, I'm just kidding. I actually, I love the South Shore. My mom grew up in Cohasset. It's a pretty cool area. Um, and admittingly, like, I don't come down here enough for the amazing beer that you guys have had. There's been some significant growth in the last two years with breweries kind of exploding in this area. Um, and we stopped here at Widowmaker this morning because we did. I love your beer. Like, yeah. I'm really into your guys' beer. And uh, we're here with, with Ryan and
3: Chris. Uh, what's going on, guys? Thanks for coming down. Appreciate you trekking through the city to get (laughs) here. Especially during rush hour. The (laughs) morning commutes.
1: So we start every interview just getting to know you guys, and we're just curious, um, your role here at Widowmaker, and then what's your first memory of beer?
3: Sure. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm uh, the owner, one of the owners of Widowmaker. Uh, Widowmaker started in my basement in Weymouth some time back, and... uh, when we opened, I wasn't working here full time, so we, we had somebody else helping me with the brewing side of things. But uh, within a few months of opening, um, I was the sole brewer here at Widowmaker. And uh, that was the case until early 2019 when we brought Chris on. Uh, Chris is now our head brewer, um, which is a, a recent development. I There was um, a lot of Growth between him and I together, and there's uh, surprisingly or not surprisingly a lot of commonality in um, what we wanted out of finished product, brewing process, and uh, expectations for ourselves. And thankfully that exists because it allows me to kind of focus on some other items that Widowmaker needs to focus on. Um, sure, just, the, as the as a brewery stuff, grows, right? you know right. you, like you, those sales goals. <laughs> you know, hopefully within by the end of twenty twenty, I'm just showing up in a suit, and <laughs> uh, that's not the goal. But um, so I'm still heavily inv- involved in uh, the brewing operations. I, we just felt from a uh, uh, internal standpoint and uh, external that you know Chris is going to be the guy who's in charge of the guys who work out back and the people who work out back. Um, so when I'm not here, we need somebody who was the, you know, the, the head honcho and, and Chris definitely uh, has grown in his years since, since he's joined us and uh, was ready for the role.
1: Sweet.
4: And your first,
1: uh, well, introduce yourself and then we can go over the first. <laughs> he, he pretty yeah. much
4: set me up right there. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm my name is Chris Hogan. Um, I've been brewing almost four years now or, In the industry for four years Um, came on in January it's been a blast since and just uh, been through a big expansion trying to get it all up and running and it's been my main project recently so just excited to keep doing it cool Uh, first memory of beer
3: first memory of beer was (laughs) in fourth grade (laughs) uh, I won't use any names but two of the the tough kids in my class had stolen a six-pack from their father and uh, (laughs) brought it to school and hit it in the woods and then after school the other kids who tried to act tough which was, i guess i fell into uh at the time we were pressured to have a sip and i had a sip and i ran home and cried and Aww. thought my, i was like i am in so much trouble and uh yes yeah, so, and then and then my next beer was like two two years later i remember uh having it with a half, half a Heineken and half a diet Coke. <laughs> Cause nice. my dad was always making beef beers and tonic or something. And so I was like, Oh, that's it. how you drink alcohol. So it took me a little time to uh, g- uh, get my legs in the, what beer should be. Oh, so you were doing beer cocktails before they were cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. yeah. I'm so ahead of it. Uh, awesome.
1: Don't <laughs> you should see my Instagram. account uh, yeah, from back then. I was going to say, don't tell the
4: influencers. They'll start doing it. <laughs> All right. So um, mine was pretty much the same. It was like, we found some beers, we were in the woods, and we, we drank them. Um, and then through that, I, I didn't drink for a while. Like, mainly through high school, I didn't really drink. It was after that I got into it. It was just a lot of being at shows and in someone dude's car just drinking shitty you know, macro lagers or whatever. Yeah. PBR. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was more of a Tecate, tecate nice. guy. Yeah, yeah. That's, nice. that's my go-to. Nice. A couple of Tecates <laughs> with some lime. Cultured. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's very that's cultured, cultured, yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, cool, so I'm guessing uh, the the original plan wasn't to open up Widowmaker. How, what did you guys plan on being as adults? Like, what so, did you tell your parents? <laughs> how did you disappoint them? Uh, many. many ways, I'm but, still uh, in the process. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so
3: actually, that goes back to what I was saying about Chris and I being like minded. So, I spent most of my twenties traveling, playing music in bands, um, and and that's I love doing that. That was like everything to me. Being being creative, figuring out ways to. You know, whether it was, how am I going to figure out the next three weeks to be alive and maybe yep. make a little <laughs> money by the end of this tour? Or, you know, how are we going to get to the other side of the country and back and starting with zero dollars and probably ending up with zero dollars? But um, it's kind of a scrappy mindset that I always brought to everything I did. And and that's kind of transitioned itself to uh, how I kind of approach my daily. Am it's a, I, it's uh, a hustle almost. Yeah. it's it. like, uh, yeah it's, so actually last christmas the three owners of widowmaker got mugs from the staff and mine says i'd rather grind 24 7 than slave nine to five like that's <laughs> yeah. and i like, guess a stupid cup that they probably bought on stupidcups.com, but <laughs> it like it kind of represents how i approach things here
4: yeah for sure um and same thing like i i didn't really know what i wanted to do um i didn't go to school and i was just kind of working a like a supervisor gig is in retail um, and it just kind of the same thing like doing what I could to get enough money to play enough shows just to be happy and like the music was everything for me um, but at a certain point I needed to figure out what I was going to do and then I just started getting really into craft beer and took a big risk and jumped into it and started on a packaging line and then now I'm brewing so and there's nothing else I'd rather do it's just all I think about now so and it allows me and you know like he was saying both of us to kind of be creative still and get that out and we've been fortunate enough to be able to combine music with brewing a couple times here and there and it just allows us to do all the things we really want to do um without having to work a real job I guess this is a hugely time-consuming job um,
1: does that still allow you guys to be musical and maybe tour every once in a again? Or is that something that's <laughs> not know? as much as either of us would <laughs> yeah. like? Um, we yeah, do for, other cool music. For, for me,
3: <laughs> that is kind of what got me deep into homebrewing. Was you know, and I was in my I'm thirty five now. Um, I was in my mid to late twenties. I had um, slowed down, like you know. Like, the bands that i was in that were really grinding uh slowed down and i actually played a you know, we played breweries all the time but i played at brewing in uh detroit and the brewers there were so cool to me and they were always cool everywhere but these guys really like kind of like took me in and spent like six hours with me i was early that's awesome we were early and uh oh, that's really early for a band <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> when you got no money and nowhere to go yeah, you yeah, just yeah. kind of <laughs> park, and you get that parking spot out front and and you know like just the smells of the brewery the fact that they you know they were taking us over to the bright tank and they like oh just drink off this all night and um it's like shit, shit this is so cool and when when that kind of slowed down for me and i was working that 9 to 5 job i was like oh, i got to do something so i built a homebrew kit and then you know progressed to well i'm going to start really focusing on one style of beer or one beer and then do minor changes here and there and see why that changes and then just what became a a, a distraction became a hobby and then a hobby became an obsession and now the hobby is uh you know my career I kind of lucked into it and uh, I don't remember the original question but like um I don't either so it's all right oh playing music <laughs> yeah, yeah. so yeah I, I still play music I, I you know I got two young kids and we spend a lot of time in the basement playing drums and you know, teaching them how to play four four and nice. have my daughter singing while I play. Like music still, whether I'm playing it or not, it's like a huge part of my life. And like Chris said, like we've had opportunities to do that. Like we just did a, in early summer, we did a beer with Earth, which is for me, like the most important band of like my life. Like, and we got to do a beer with them when they came to Boston and it was just like,
0: full circle full circle yeah, of like yeah.
3: i got into this to be creative and then i i i was never going to get to play drums with dylan carlson <laughs> but i got to make
4: a beer with him yeah, so best like case cool. scenario <laughs> that's cool um yeah when with the job like being here so much and stuff it's it's great because i never feel like i'm working but it is kind of a struggle to get time to do the music um i have a, a project now it's just kind of keeping the Creativity going, I guess. Whether it be with beer, music, any other thing, it's just kind of my outlet. So I do what I can here and there. Um, my drummer probably hates me for my job, but uh, <laughs> sorry, Nick. But um, but yeah, we just—I mean, whatever I can't do outside of work to be creative, I try to do in work. And with the expansions we've done lately, it's allowed way more room for creativity and a little bit more. To have a little bit more fun on the hot side and cold side um so it's we, we we keep it going and we have a pretty good uh playlist here to keep us preoccupied while we're uh if, if we're in production you'd be listening to it right. right now yeah it's it's mainly just earth nice so
0: now ryan you mentioned that you were homebrewing for a long time chris you have you done any homebrewing or did you just jump uh, right into the packaging and go for i there? did not
4: homebrew um I, d- I did a homebrew after <laughs> I took a, a job as a packaging yeah, assistant yeah. and it was uh it was awful and I'm sorry to everyone I made drink that at the brewery um I don't even know if it fermented to be honest but
0: uh,
4: <laughs> nice, nice. it was really bad but no I didn't have any experience before this yeah, um, so you just
0: learn on the job basically yeah, yeah
4: where awful. did you cut your teeth before Widowmaker uh, I was at Castle Island
0: cool. okay um
4: yeah so I was there up until November of last year um, like I said, I started in the packaging line and doing retail. I was working at a craft beer seller as well. Um, and then from there, opportunities opened up, and I was running the packaging line for a bit. I did some centrifuging over there, and then uh, I was lead brewer for up until I left. Um, and then January, I came on here and kind of resumed what I was doing.
0: Very cool.
4: It's always interesting when a
1: new brewer kind of comes over. How did you take some previous recipes and kind
4: of make them your own, or is it kind of you... you kept them the same well these guys have been great i mean he's he's like uh in the industry and just i think with this stuff in general you got to be you know aware of you're always trying to make changes and you're always trying to you know take the next step to be better um we had a lot of uh like it was a kind of a learning curve for me a lot of the brands they're doing here and we're doing now um, weren't stuff I was doing at Castle Island. Some of it was, a lot of the New England IPAs, but like just trying to come on and understand like how this place works versus how that place works. Like a peanut I butter stoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Um, but I didn't uh, I didn't want to come in and just, you know, try and change everything. The, the brand is awesome and I love drinking the beers beforehand, but I yeah. think I brought some knowledge from a production standpoint that might have helped fine tune and tweak some of these beers. But I mean it's been great like they've opened the doors for me to be as open as I can be and if you know me personally that's very easy um so I just you know I speak up when I need to but it's the brands were there and they're still there and we haven't changed much great
3: yeah but I would say um, for us when we hired Chris it was a internal discussion whether um, we bring my partner who was really my one of my original homebrew buddies um in and the thought was well if we bring Colin who's my partner uh, if we bring him in are we just going to be kind of following in line with what I know and we came to the answer with that yes it, it was kind of just be an extra new. body yeah. it's yeah. like a third and fourth set of uh, uh, hand for, for me but if we bring in somebody from the outside but that we you know I mean, we didn't know no Chris but we, we knew him and he'd been by and We'd had some talks with them and it felt like we were like-minded so like, what if we bring this like-minded person in and they're able to not only build on what we're already doing but bring in different aspects that we're not even thinking of or uh, you know different approaches or, or views um what's the what's the winning formula and we went with bringing somebody outside in and the uh compliment to my, my uh, partner is you know he, he made that sacrifice to keep working his full-time job and, and not come here and he's still not here because we've added now three other full-time employees yeah. and we we always kind of now take that approach like what's more important because can you still do what you're doing and then this person will assist, you know add something new and right. it's um, but it's like anything in this industry you got to kind of be a little selfless and the sure. brand's the most important thing because nobody's here to drink Ryan
4: brewing or Chris brewing. <laughs> they're, they're here for Widowmaker, and that's all right. they yeah. see. A right. lot of times people don't even know the faces right, yeah. behind it. Yeah. 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 <coughs> exactly. we, yeah, it's not really our... Goal here, anyway, is just to put us you know in as funny as possible. Though, I mean, what are,
1: are you guys drummers and bass players? Because like those, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> like the, the least selfless people yeah, in the well, band I was, usually. I was a drummer. I play bass. Okay. It <laughs> go, <See>? Perfect. <laughs> it all makes sense. That makes sense because I mean, it's sometimes the total opposite in a band. You know, yeah. you know people. Oh being yeah. In bands. Myself. You. You guys <laughs> both know that sometimes you don't always make the best decisions based upon ego or oh, yeah. you don't do brand forward. Yeah, it's, it's still plenty. Of ego. Here, yeah. <laughs> <way>. There's enough <laughs> to
0: balance. So now you guys have talked about, um, an expansion a few times now. Yeah. What have you expanded? What is new here at Widowmaker?
3: Yeah. So, um, uh, we opened, we were at 35 barrel tank capacity, um, and a seven barrel brew house. Um, in uh, late 2018, we added three 15-barrel fermenters. In uh, I want to say early summer, we added another four 15-barrel fermenters. And it was at that time when we were just double brewing over and over. We we're like, well, let's if we're gonna do all this work, let's. And we're always short on beer and yeah. saying no to people <laughs> we want to sell beer to. Right, right. Let's. Take the 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 money that we've kind of stockpiled through our first year and a half, put it towards a new brew house. So we 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 got a fifteen barrel brew house, but we also had to change over from direct fire to steam.
0: Oh wow! Um, yeah,
3: yeah, it was a big build. Up. And yeah. add two new thirty barrel fermenters and a thirty barrel bright. Change the whole layout of the brewery. Move every single tank, and Jeez. not stop brewing, yeah. brewing yeah. beer. Yeah. And I at first I thought it was uh a really impossible task i was like <laughs> if we're gonna have to get a second location we're gonna be down we're gonna have to close for a, mu- a month month yeah. and a half um but we did it in stages we added the 30 barrel tanks and started quad brewing um, we had to add a 30 barrel hlt and replace our 15 barrel hlt and we did that while we put the steam online yeah um and then when the brew house came we were already using the 30 barrel hlt and we just had to put it was almost like a plug and play. Let's get this thing running. Right. Brewhouse came on a Monday and we were brewing by the next Tuesday. That's awesome. And That's awesome. Busy 24 hours. Well, 156 hours and then yeah. another twenty. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but when we presented that, like, oh, this, you know, we were some, you know, friends in the industry, they're like, you're not going to do it. You're, <laughs> you're going to run into hiccup after hiccup. But, you know, all the credit I gave Colin, my partner, my third partner is, uh, been in the meat industry and production industry for his whole life, and he had an idea, and I didn't buy it. And he's, <laughs> Trust me, you've trusted me every step of the way. Yep. Like I, when, yep. I, uh, wanted, when I wanted, when I originally wanted to open Widowmaker, I wanted to open a one-barrel brew house system with three-barrel tanks in a garage and Believe be open not. on Saturdays, <laughs> and like, and then I didn't, and <laughs> you know, so. You know, he took me from dipping my toes into jumping into my waist, and now, yeah. you know, my, now my hair's soaking. <laughs> um, so, he had this uh, vision that it, what it could be, and he asked me to figure it out, and we, you know, together we yeah. did. And and that go, again, it goes to having guys like Chris to be like, shit, we got so much to do, and we have a deadline here, and then there's going to be a, a, a lapse in ten days of work, and then when it comes. You're not sleeping. Like, yeah. And so, I mean, we've been <laughs> on for, we've had the brew house going for two weeks. Yep. Oh, wow. So this was super and recent. And every single tanks. tank is full. Yeah. Cool. Damn, Congratulations, guys. Awesome. Uh, yeah, like, and, you know, we staggered some releases and kept things in Bright Tank for a week or two. And from here on out, it's all beer from the new system that's coming out. Beautiful. Yeah. So, like. Nice. Shit. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a long month. <laughs> we got okay. there. Congrats, you guys. Nice and while often. still doing distribution. Of course. Yep. Locally and statewide. Yep. And, you know, in that, uh, the day the brew house came, I, I went down to Florida for an, an event. <laughs> I was in Philly. Oh, no. I came back from Georgia the day before it came, and then I went down to Florida for an event later in the week. And, like, so it's like, you know, it's been a, a whirlwind month, but we got through it, <laughs> and yeah. we got really good beer that we're proud of in the tanks and yeah and we think nice. it's actually elevating the liquid yeah that's, that's important
1: super yeah. Awesome.
0: yeah um oh yeah go ahead I was like, so you mentioned distribution um do you have a canning system here or are you canning somewhere else or
4: uh yeah we can everything here awesome um awesome. yeah and so uh, no mobile canners it's
1: on-site canning yeah it's an yep. on-site canner
4: um we break it down and set it up um during okay. the week so yep. we're packaging thursday we'll set everything up on wednesday um, but yeah, we can everything in house, uh, keg everything in house. Um, and a lot of that goes out through our self-distro and some of it through night shift. Yeah. Yep. Very yeah,
3: cool. So right now with cans, we're about like 90% stay in and in, in, we're on average releasing 200 or so cases a week between two or three SKUs yeah. and sending send out about 20 cases here and there. Um, sometimes locally, sometimes statewide. Yeah. yeah. I look at your
1: list and I don't see a lot of IPAs, which I like, which is cool. Really,
0: there's like I five. mean,
3: there's
5: not
1: a lot. Well, it's Monday, it's rough, so if you <laughs> where you're seeing it's the four. holes in the
3: menu of <laughs> things
4: four. that okay. have sold out, but yeah. it's,
0: it's not all IPAs. It's not. because right. what I'm yeah. saying is Widowmaker is yeah. we,
4: yeah. not an all IPA forward menu. I think it's definitely our strongest showing but we try to mix it up as much as we can. We just had a brown ale on. Um we've been big into sours this year. That's something I've been excited to bring on and now we have a fifteen Velber Hill, so we'll have a lot more of it to go around because before we're limited to the sevens. Um we, we just put out one to the last week. Yeah. Like ale. looking
3: at the tap list, like I I I hate that like, you know, this weekend our our pilsner kicked. Our farmhouse ale kicked. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, <laughs> that's good that those are kicking. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I can't tell you. Like, we widow lager, our, our house pilsner. It's you it's my know, favorite. It's 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 <laughs> a staff favorite, yeah, but like yeah. it's also a, a crowd favorite. Like we cannot make enough of it. That's awesome. I mean, we have a, a single tank that is designated for for this beer, so it's constantly turning over only widow lager, and uh, we're we're still three weeks out on the next batch and it's already gone yeah. and th- those are, you know, filled to the brim 15 barrel tanks and we don't send any out. What's Exciting. the, what's the beer that you guys are known for? Well, I would say that's, that
5: there's multiple own. answers for that <laughs> question. I think,
3: yeah. um, it's always changing. Uh, I think, you know, as as far as like local distribution, there's Blue Comet and there's Ecstasy of Gold which are two New England IPAs and, um, you know, our, our 30 barrel tanks are, those are, Blue Common Ecstasy of Gold Tanks. Um, but, you know, our No Wrong Way Peanut Butter Stout um, has been an awesome addition. It's kind of forced out our, unfortunately, because I love it, it's I our know. Donut Shop Coffee Stout. <laughs> but literally, we can't make enough of it. We, you know, we, we got another batch coming out this week. And just last week, we put out 140 cases of wow. our No Wrong Way with marshmallow, and it's gone by Saturday. So, like, Four days of the brewery being open, gone, and it's silly how much people like peanut butter stout. Yeah. <laughs> but they love it, and yeah. that's cool for us. But uh, probably but, but then, yeah, then like if you think like marketing-wise, almost home, which yeah. is uh, you know a stroke of genius. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah no. just a beer that is recognizable, right. um, and people. Whenever we put it out, people want to get it for their sister-in-law like a who's coming into yeah, boston next yeah. week and and it's been uh really cool for us to add and and it's been uh for us it's a, a constant conversation of how much of it do we make and it would be so easy to like just make it and beat it dead and <laughs> we just don't want to do that yet yeah. so we we, we, yeah. we we put it out for the first time in march or april and we've released it uh two other times yeah yeah exclusivity is
4: oh yeah is, is it's important. special to yeah. us too like yeah, the like, first time totally. it was just insane we didn't you know really expect the response and then, wow okay, yeah
3: cool and the first time we put out we did 130 or 40 cases and it was gone within an hour That's and insane. second time we, we we kind of recognized there might be something behind it so we brewed another batch really fast and then we sold it out in six hours same quantity all right all right mm-hmm. and then uh I was like, all right, let's kinda of take it back and give people time to forget about it. Yep. And then pop it up back up. And we put it out on Black Friday or the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Same feel. It's gone. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. uh,
1: as a business person you obviously probably love when people line up for beer, but as a consumer
4: what do you, how do you feel about lining up for beer? I mean, I think with this spot, it's kind of it's kind of perfect because we do get lines and stuff, and it's been great. And the almost home releases and some other ones we've had the outdoor line or whatever. But our team kills it, and they try and move through as quick as possible. I don't think it's one of those places where you're in line too too long and you're unhappy. You mm-hmm. get in, you get your beers, and, and people hang out and enjoy it. And it's I think pretty different vibe from some of the other breweries that you're gonna have to stand in line. No, you know nothing bad against that, but. In this parking lot, like, we kind of want to keep them moving anyway. Um, There's not – no food trucks here right when we open sometimes. So, like, it's not a lot to do. But every release day, I mean, it seems like people hang out and they enjoy it. And they don't Um, rush out.
3: I think there's a lot to gain by being a brewery that sells out of beer very fast. But I think there's more to gain by somebody knowing if they come Sunday morning, they're going to get the beer that was out Saturday. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And believe me, I mean, if the beer's gone, I'm not going to be like in the corner, like <laughs> crying for them that they came on Sunday and it's gone. Um, but I like having beer, and like, like I just said, like I hate that the farmhouse is gone. I hate that the pilsner is gone, because when people come to this brewery, I want them to be like, all right, there's something I can drink. And if they get dragged along by their girlfriend or their husband <laughs> or whatever, or their, you know. We have a great open space. People use our room all the time for. We've had weddings. We've had nice um, engagement parties or you know, anything like that. And I want somebody to feel comfortable outside of you know spirits and ciders and all that we, that we don't make. That at least somebody here is thinking about them as well, right. and not just thinking about shit. How do we make this beer dank as hell? <laughs> Dang, and, and get it out the door. All those cool words. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean. You look at the, the 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 people who post things online. I love those people. We need them, but they're a fraction of yeah. the people we service. Like yeah. if everybody yeah. who posts, it's on my. I call people, them a
1: vocal major-
3: minority. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, for like, sure. Yeah. So obviously, we want to cater to them, and when they come here, we want them to be like, "Wow, Widowmaker has um, beer that when I go to a brewery, I want." But I also want you know people to walk in here and feel like this is a community space and. Just be able to enjoy it and not feel like they're subject to somebody else's taste.
0: Right, right.
3: That's awesome.
1: Uh, the name Widowmaker. It's the, where did it come from? Is it a regional
3: name, or is it something that you guys just thought was badass? <laughs> That's badass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, so like I just, I needed a name when I was home brewing. I wanted to make a label like anybody, and I wanted to have something that when my friends took it home, it didn't just say you know Ryan's pale ale or whatever. It, so I put, I ha- always have lists. I, I walk around with lists and, dra- <laughs> and drawings all the time. <laughs> and uh, Widowmaker was always on my list, whether it be a band, a song, or whatever. It was always on the list. It was something I, I really liked. And when I was thinking about what to put on these homebrew bottles, I thought of, you know, the time I was spending down the basement and avoiding my girlfriend, <laughs> and then she became my wife, and then I threw some kids in the mix, and Widowmaker seems to... Um, live up to it for me and for my partners and the people who work here and you know if you look at the art like or in the room it's things that take somebody away from people they love that's what Widowmaker is to me like Mm -hmm. love my wife love my family but I have this thing I'm passionate about and I have to do it
1: yeah Uh, some of the names of the beer how do you guys come up with them I always love when people are like oh yeah we just thought of the most inappropriate
3: things and then we had to take them back a step or. Uh, <laughs> no I think there, there's there's some thought that goes in our names I think like uh, we, sure. we always have a like we have a list we have yeah. A, we, we, yeah big list big list, list people a, here. A, of yeah. ideas of <laughs> beer names but then you know if we have you know you almost home like that's like an ease for us I was like okay well this, what's this thing what are we trying to say well this is something that people are going to see and go okay this reminds me of almost being home like Pretty easy. Um, you look at like a beer like a donut shop. I'm not a coffee drinker, but it was a coffee stout. And when I used to deliver newspapers, every Saturday morning I had to go to a place in Weymouth called the donut shop and deliver beer. And when I smelled this beer for the first time, I thought of like going in there with my father and being like, oh, this smells like the donut shop. So that's where like that name came from. And you know, I could rattle down the list, but like... Um everything's kind of purposeful here. Yeah. So it's not yeah. just like I mean it can't, wait a kid believe me, there's times we just go shit, we need we need a name, <laughs> we need a label. Yeah. What are we gonna do and figure it out? But then there's other times we get yeah.
4: things have thought. We have fun with some of them, like the collabs and stuff. Like usually we try to find a common bond between the two breweries and yeah. make it as fun as possible. We just yeah. did one with Twin Elephant from New Jersey and cool. we picked an always sunny reference because that's I think all we talked about the whole day that they were here. <laughs> nice. We literally spoke in quotes. Yeah. Um, But yeah, a lot of it, I mean, no, there's a lot of thought that goes into it. Sometimes it comes off as something that might be a joke, but usually it's well thought out and like there's a story behind it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I'll talk about your labels too. Your labels are really cool, but they're kind of like all very different. Yeah. Where does the label art come from?
3: Yeah. So we have um, a a friend of mine, Jacob Call. He does the majority of our labels and like i said i walk around with lists and drawings so like (laughs) i have a notebook filled with like a lot of these labels drawn very poorly sketches yep and um
4: (laughs) diaries of a madman
3: and uh he does a great job of like understanding what i'm saying and i can kind of talk to him like i talk to the people who work at the brewery like the people who do the best here at this brewery are people who know i love them and (laughs) know that I'm gonna. I'm a South Shore kid, and I grew up on the North Shore too. My dad's from Revere. Like, I don't really hold anything in.
0: Yeah, yeah. So like, he can take that. Like,
3: no, this is a shit label, and it looks like shit, and everything about it is shit. And <laughs> and, and then he, come, I'm like, this is what we got to do, and we, him and I worked through it together. It's not just. It's it's a partnership and a collaboration, just like everything else yeah. we do, and he's more than willing and able to tell me my ideas are shit and look (laughs) like shit and that doesn't work. And then we have to go back to the drawing board. (laughs) Nice. Um, So he does a great job. And like, I think if you look at some of the labels from when we started, they were kind of like playful and silly where now they're like, I think we're like, just like the brewery, like getting mature, uh, you know, we like, we don't do a whole lot of distribution of cans, but when we do, we want people to know that they're Widowmaker cans. Yeah. So, like, they're all different, but there's, to me,
4: they feel common. Some kind of common. cohesion to it. Yeah. 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 Logo's always usually prevalent, too. You can usually find it, right. whatever one you're looking at, pretty whether it be in a watermark or just kind of up there.
0: I have to say that does drive me nuts when you're at a liquor store and you're like, this is a cool looking can. I have no idea where it came from. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for <laughs> sure. Like, what brewery is this? So usually if, you can if find If
4: it. you look
3: at it, like, we love, or I love it, a lot of people don't love it. the Blue Comet can. It is stupid <laughs> as stupid comes. <laughs> is it the one that we can see right there?
4: Uh, no, that's Sons no, Lives.
3: Oh, okay. That's not stupid. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no I'm, I'm just kidding. kidding. <laughs> that's <right>. It's, it's <laughs> the one with the, the, the train flying over the miniature house with miniature people oh. looking okay. shocked okay. it does not say Widowmaker it says there's a logo in the corner if it's on a shelf there's no way of knowing it's a Widowmaker can yep so we need to adjust that but, <laughs> but like that's just growth and like yeah yeah we're, no for sure know, we're learning yeah exactly and that's the cool thing about what I feel like this industry and the people who come here they like they're growing too I think as consumers yeah and we're growing as a brand so like but if you don't have fun like I don't know what's the point totally, is totally right <laughs> For like sure. not everything has to be serious.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, what do you guys prefer to brew? I mean, is there a style that you, if you could brew all day every day, what would that be?
4: oh uh, that's tough. Yeah. I I like brewing pilsners, brown ales. Um, sounds. I, I bet if you ask any brewer that right now in Massachusetts, they're going to say that because they are probably only brewing New England IPAs. But <laughs> those are two of my favorites. Um, I think if you can take like a really simple beer recipe and make it really nice um, with as least ingredients as possible i think that shows you know what you have going on so i think that's that, those are probably my two favorites but i i have we have a lot of fun with the the new england stuff we do i really like brewing sours um so, fruited sours have been kind of something we've been pushing here pretty hard i had a, we just brewed one last week that i'm pretty excited about i won't say anything about it but it'll be interesting i, I think that's like the
3: common <laughs> nice like like i like brewing pilsners i like their easy cleanup yeah <laughs> they you know um but you know we brew a lot of IPAs, so we better like brewing them and it's about i think everything we do is take a personal approach yeah and do it the best you can and make it awesome like there's just so much beer out there if you're not making beer you're proud of and happy with don't make it because it's not authentic it's not gonna sell yeah people aren't gonna buy into you Mm -hmm. unless you mean it i think and um yeah, and I like doing like silly stuff, like the sour Chris just mentioned. Like, it's stupid. <laughs> and Wait, I got it now. Come on, yeah, give us a hint. Yeah. Now, yeah. If,
2: if you had the option of being able to work on one style to get better at, or one part of the process to get better at, what would that be? Oh, like, What do you oh, want to know question. more about? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Really so, good, good question, good actually. Question. Yeah. Yeah. To me, and, like, <laughs> that <laughs> question
3: reminds me of my homebrew days. Like, I can't tell you how bored my friends and wife got with Greenbush Pale Ale. Like, I made that over and (laughs) over and over. I had, you know, every two weeks I would change a little thing, but that was for me to figure out what that one change does. Uh, I don't claim to be the smartest guy or the most scientific guy when it comes to brewing, but I think I have a pretty good idea of what the liquid's going to do when we do this. Um, And that's great, because Chris is very uh, able to do those things and and understand different things that I'm not, so it's it's why we work together, it's why we do anything together. Um, So I think it's really important to do a lot of things the same, but change things and, and see what those changes do at least for my brain that's how it worked and that's where I started making in my opinion better beer than I was making when I was just yeah. doing an IPA one day a Saison the next and Amber the next like I wasn't learning anything I was just brewing I was just brewing yeah. and making new recipes
4: yeah I uh <clears throat> um I mean this whole process, the industry, everything about it. I think part of the reason why I'm so drawn to it is because I'll never know everything. You can't, it's always changing. It's always something new and I don't have a lot of things in my life that, that, that kind of excites me except for this. And you know, sometimes music when I'm not frustrated, (laughs) but, uh, but part of that is like, I like chasing it. Um, so I'm always trying to learn as much as I can. It's kind of what I do in my free time too, just to, you know, just take the next step or try something I haven't done. But I'd say personally, if I was going to, you know, pick what I wanted to, I guess, get better at, I'm a huge fan and I love brewing with uh, like non-traditional ingredients, like adjuncts and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I love infusing flavors into a beer that might not, you know, might not need to be there. Um, But that's something that I don't have so much experience with where I didn't homebrew. I didn't really have a lot of the trial and error room. lot of it's been on someone else's dime and (laughs) uh i really gotta sell those ideas to make them happen i've had a couple go through (laughs) this place um but yeah it's just kind of learning what works and what doesn't um flavor wise i love cooking it's if i'm not here and i'm not brewing and i'm not playing music chances are i'm in my kitchen with my dog and my fiance cooking um it's the flavors and combining things that's what kind of brewing yeah exactly so it's the same you know the same kind of excitement I get when I'm in the kitchen doing that it's it's here and I'm by no means an expert at either and I think that's part of the reason why I like doing it. So if, if you had a pilot system, that's probably what oh, I would, we... go nuts. <laughs> would go nuts. I, yeah. I haven't yeah. been sleeping a lot lately and I probably wouldn't sleep at all. Yeah. Um, Cause that like, he's got a list of things that keeps him up at night. That's one of yeah. the things that I think about constantly is yeah. what, like we were working on a couple of beers on Friday that I'm really excited about. And I'm starting to incorporate some other ingredients that I've never really used before. Mm-hmm. So um, I've, you know, doing the research and figuring it out and seeing, what flavors go together and what other people have found successful and stuff. That's what we're going to try and do. We got a seven barrel tank still. So that's my, uh, that's my, my weird tank. I guess I can start throwing some things at it and see what happens. But yeah. Going along
0: with that, not being able to sleep at night (laughs) because you have so many crazy ideas. Yeah. Where do you come up with all your crazy ideas for the beer? Like it's just from other breeze, you know, what you're eating, what you're cooking.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think there's initial like, like, kind of looking over your fence, you know, what people are dealing, but like, we try not like, you know, like you, you mentioned, our, our tap list is diverse and, yeah. and, and it, it, we can expand. So we try to really internalize what we want to make. What do we have in the tanks? What would be fun? What would be different? Um, you know, we're, we're in Braintree. We're not in, you know, like, yeah. you know, there's still a lot of people who are familiar and comfortable with domestic beers. So like we don't cater to them, but we don't try to exclude them. So. You know, we try to throw, like, one or two silly oddball shit out there a a see year uh, a, a month. And um, throw it at the wall
1: and see if yeah, it sticks. Yeah. And yeah. then, exactly. you know, we have
3: some tap accounts that, like, oh, you're doing that? Like, get me that. And, yeah. like, it's, like, it's cool to have those partners that
4: are willing to, like, kind of experiment with you.
5: Definitely.
4: I think we get a lot from ourselves, too. Like, we have, like, all day we just kind of bounce ideas off each other. We're very, you know, we're we're always looking at what other people are doing, but I think part of the... The process, at least here, is you know getting an idea that might have came from somewhere else or inspiration or whatever. But we always try to make it our own in one way or another. Um, or I made this, you know,
3: yeah, I cooked this thing up last night. Like, oh yeah, a lot of that. We made too. that a beer.
2: Yeah, no, for real.
4: Yeah, um, yeah. very fruitful, like collaborative. Yeah. Know, we're, process, we're, yeah, we we work close together. We're here all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so a we're lot of have just, a weed name, <laughs> or a weed strain named after. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's, <laughs> cool. that's yeah. a real fact. Are you real? Um, yeah. yeah, we're working on. Uh,
4: we got approach Oh, that's pro- that could probably tie into the answer too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably part of the answer <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah, go, yeah go more into that please um, <laughs> um, we're but yeah we, we're uh, I don't know just everything I guess the, yeah. just working so close with everyone and everyone's very different so I think that helps some people got some weird ideas and we're ready to brew we them. don't want to be that
3: brewery that posts a beer like hey come check this out and then it's like oh shit the brewery next town over in the city a few blocks away just put out the same beer yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah so like it's cool to follow trends you can see what consumers want and like we have to listen to consumers or like you're you're kind of just tone deaf anyways yeah but if we got into this to do what we want to do so we have the opportunity we better do it yeah if you're gonna get it then we're gonna have fun
4: with it <laughs> <laughs> it was
1: you guys in mass landing who were some of the earlier peanut butter stout people and now we see a lot of other yeah. breweries I mean, that's cool too like yeah.
3: look i'd much rather be in the front of the, in the yeah. front of the line than the back but if you're making good liquid i think it'll sell so like if you know i i think it, it really just stay true to yourself and um you know make the beer you want to make i wanted i like i like peanut butter i'm allergic to it i wanted to figure <laughs> out a way to do it to have peanut butter yeah. yeah, and we did. Yeah. Cool. Uh,
1: how do you guys get feedback from your consumers and listen to how what what people are drinking? Um, um, I'm guessing it's not untapped. We got, mean, got some regulars. Like
3: I said, you're tone deaf if you don't listen to every angle that people are coming at you because you know what? If just because you don't want to look or whatever, like it's still being said about you. So you might as well bite the bullet. Yeah. And, um, but. I mean, that's a great thing about tap rooms, man. We're like five days a week. We are inundated with people who want our product. What's a better resource than that? Then just spend time, talk to people, introduce yourself. One, it gives them a better experience. I think, you know, this is the guy that made this glass of beer or had some input on it. And, um, you know so if, if if we don't talk to these people we're we're, we're wasting opportunities yeah. it's, it's like free customer uh yeah those sessions
4: uh, blanking right now my yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah sensory panel yeah sensory panel
3: these people are consuming our product right in front of us talk to them Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know one of my I love going out to to bars and um I might sit there with the water or, or margarita or Roman or Coke. I'm not always drinking beer, but I'm paying attention to our people. Is that Widowmaker stick being pulled? Yeah. Like, yeah.
4: Um, our tap room is good, good for it, too. I mean, on brew days, even if I don't want any feedback, I'll get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Sometimes we have <laughs> to walk. To, yeah, we have to the, the, go our to the bathroom. bathroom ha- yeah. is through the tap room. Yeah, so, so we I do my best to be as quick as possible, but sometimes <laughs> I get. I get grabbed oh, in, and it's brew? great. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of people like they're regulars too, so like they know they know, yeah. and uh, and it's great because a lot of times we'll get some honest, very very honest feedback. <laughs> um, but I think that's great. Like I, I don't know, just, our tap room ends up being very very, I guess communal. Like we know a lot yeah. of the people who come in, they know us, and I'm the newer guy, and I yeah. still know everyone. Um, cool. That's awesome. But yeah, no, I think that untapped, and I think fests and events. I think we see because we're here a lot, and we're out as well but I think we spend the majority of our time here so when you see what customers are actually into uh at the events at the fests like it's been great for us to go out of state and see what you know what what hits and what doesn't and then at certain events and stuff we've done some competitions where things have have been really cool to kind of watch and see you have some proof there as to what these beers are doing is kind of working so yeah. I think that helps a lot too and we do we try to yeah, do as I many mean, events like, I mean, as possible we,
3: we've won a few awards and like you, you begin to trust your own process like that yeah those yeah. beers are being mailed who knows how they're being cared for right because they're also getting hundreds of other boxes of beer yep and then it they're still shining through after all that so like it gives us a little more confidence in our process and
5: mm-hmm. yeah
3: you know in a hugely saturated market of people who are playing catch up and copycat right um hopefully you know, at our own pace, we're shining through. Mm-hmm. I hope.
1: <laughs> yeah. With a lot of breweries popping up in this area, like we talked about earlier, how do you stay
3: relevant and and I mean, stay the, true? The great thing is there's a lot of collaboration within these groups of like, whether it be making beer together, like last weekend, we put out a beer with vitamin C and those are guys that I've known from the homebrew days for a long time. I grew up with one of them um, and Same night, I'm keeping the bar up at Townsend and Quincy with Kenny from Second Wind. Like, these are my friends. And, yeah, we're competitive, and I want my beer on tap more than I want his beer on tap. But um, I think at least right now there's enough pie for us all to, to get a taste. And if we make good beer together as a group of local breweries, and that's awesome. Why wouldn't, like... If people are going to Vitamin C in droves, it's not hurting Barrelhouse C's business. It's it's, it's, it's a right. good thing. Yeah, that's like, yeah. kind and, of what, and, like, Prince a, did
1: in yeah. Detroit. Like, he had control of all those bands and made a scene. You yeah. guys are yeah. kind of making and, a and scene. Like, that's, uh... Oh, I just referenced Prince. That's awesome. Yeah, Minnesota. He's Minnesota, on the playlist. Yeah, Minnesota. Right. Yeah, Minnesota yeah, yeah.
3: Um, but don't run away from it. If you run away from it, you're kind of already taking yourself out of that group but there's you know there's times where it's not as beneficial for me to be part of but i'm still part of it there's times where it's super beneficial for me to be part of it and i'm part of it so as long as i'm consistently involved i feel like the pros outweigh the the, the uh, negatives and when we opened or decided to open Widowmaker, there was barrel house Z, mayflower
4: it's
3: Cape Cod that's like that's like far down yeah. yeah Weymouth and are driving to Cape Cod no. every Saturday. Right. Uh, right and we, we were doing an event with vitamin C Stellwagen untold and second wind and I'm sitting there talking like shit I've been open longer than everybody else <laughs> so I'm, I'm the old man with the gray hairs <laughs> um, so like you know again I'd rather be in the front of it but uh, again it's just it, make good beer yeah and be authentic and hope that people are interested in what you're saying and if they're not evaluate it and try something new right. because all this is is just trying to be communal and beer is interactive if you're not having fun with
4: it and sharing it with other people then you're what's the why? point yeah yeah I think this area, too, like, it's perfect right now because, like, it, I've lived on the South Shore my whole life, and it's uh, pretty slow to catch on to the craft scene, like, I guess a lot of other places have. Not all together, but I think it's new still down here, and people are excited about it. And, like, for these breweries to open up and be all down 93, I think it's huge, and I think that's a, like... I'm hoping that in a couple of years, this is like the destination spot. Like we have the passports and you can yeah. hit all of ours we'll in one row. That, yeah, and, yeah. um, I just think it's great because we're a lot of newer breweries on this list. And there's some, there's some guys who've been around for a bit like Mayflower and stuff. Um, but I think that that just puts eyes on everyone and it's good for everyone. It's good for this area. It's good for the scene. Um, I just, I, th- I think couldn't have worked out better with the slew of breweries that we kind of collaborate with and are friends with and yeah, stuff.
3: You look at the North shore, at the North Shore, and then you know, when before there were these breweries on the South Shore, every Saturday I'm driving up to Everett and stopping yeah. at night shift and Bone Up, yeah, and Mystic and Idle Hands. There's great beer all close to each other, and it was awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. And like Chris said, the South Shore is I don't know if it's the Puritans and us, you know, <laughs> we're close to the, the Pilgrims and stubborn, yeah, we're all stubborn, <laughs> but like it wasn't there a few years ago and it's it's growing and it's 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 cool. I, yeah. l- I like it. it is cool.
0: You're like, you're why why I fight now, it. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean it's we're we're all still so small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh we're not stealing business from each other yet. Right. <laughs> uh, uh all right so
1: I want to get to know you guys just a little bit more. Sure. Uh we have some goofy questions I guess at this mm-hmm. point of the interview but yeah. uh you mentioned it earlier but I'm gonna ask again uh what's your go to uh like crappy beer. I think, uh, I, and I hate the word crappy beer, but what's your,
3: what's your guilty pleasure? The best beers. Um,
4: Tecate, Modelo, Yingling, if I had to pick, yeah, it's Modelo, Modelo for sure. Give me nice.
3: a, give me a, a bomber of high life <laughs> yeah. and a salty mark. <laughs> nice. oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. If, uh, you had your last meal, what would be your pairing of food and beer? I probably wouldn't eat. I just drink. <laughs> um,
4: you first. I don't know. I, I like all food. Uh well my favorite beer is Hetty Topper. I'd put that there. Okay. I'd put that with anything. And probably some wings. It would be Easy enough. Yeah, wings and beer. That's it. That's I'm I'm good with that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm probably not drinking uh a super hoppy IPA. I'm I'm <laughs> uh, some sort of a, a Saison something. Uh yeah. I, I I oh, do no, I'm trying to slam that and get it over with. <laughs> I, I, a, I think one of the best beers made in Massachusetts, but, and I don't know how often they make it anymore, but that Trillium, Trillium, their Farmhouse Ale. Like, yeah. for yeah. me, that oh, was yeah. like, That's solid. I was... need to figure out how to make that beer. Like, yeah. that, whenever 750s of that came out back at Four Point, I was stacking up on those. <laughs> I love that beer. Um, and, uh I'll, I'll, I'll eat some wings with you chris all right sweet
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> awesome
3: so
1: people who are listening yeah. uh i want them to come out to this brewery so where are you guys located physically and then on the social, social. media because that's how people get information now
3: yep most importantly we're at Widowmaker brew on all platforms unless there's platforms i don't do we do twitter instagram Why you
1: guys don't do TikTok no i <laughs> <laughs> you don't want us to yeah you don't want to <laughs> again, TikTok.
3: um so we're at Widowmaker Brew online, and we're at 220 Wood Road in Braintree. Um, right off the highway, it's right pretty easy. Right off the highway yeah. by South Shore Plaza. If you're driving to the Cape from the city, awesome. If you're driving to the Cape from you know, New York State, you're gonna drive by us. So like, um, we're, the, we're the start of the South Shore Beauty Trail, so please, if you're if you coming to Widowmaker or heading down to one of the other guys, and you're you're, you're going to bottleneck through us. So we're here. We're open <laughs> uh, right away. now. We're open Wednesdays through Sunday, noon to ten. Except Sundays noon to six. Uh, we got a big two thousand square foot tap room, super communal. I think every you've, every brewery's probably said we don't even share a table. Now we we have a you know ring on the string, and we have nice. shuffleboard. <laughs> we did away with cornhole. Yeah, it was fun, but. It's over. It's over. (laughs) Cornhole is dead. The (laughs) cornhole bubble is burst. You heard uh, it here first. Cornhole is dead. (laughs) Um, But we also, you know, we're we're family friendly, but we keep it policed. And so you can come bring your kids, but you're probably going to have somebody say something to you. I got kids too. My kids are jerks. If Your kids (laughs) act like my kids when they're jerks. Somebody's going to say something to you. Uh, It's a bar. And people drink their beer here and... Our, our beer here and uh, we want everybody to enjoy themselves so if you want to bring your kids that's awesome but uh, you know, respect the people who didn't bring their kids or don't have kids and, um, you can find our beer throughout the south shore and
1: it creeps up to the north shore sometimes
3: definitely find our beer throughout the state mm-hmm. scattered uh, that's a, grow, you know, a growth that we're comfortable we don't want to inundate uh, but we like to see it pop up from time to time we like to send beer out of state occasionally so if you're in new yeah, york City, we state, may or may not have done that before so yeah <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we have a
4: pop-up uh beer garden right now till end of december right end of december in, in quincy oh, nice. center yeah
3: cool yep. and we do a, a weekly beer garden on the water in quincy center in the summer so yep. cool. nice the pop-up nice. beer
4: gardens thursday through saturday right yep um yeah that's in quincy center um, and there's, it's like a market. So there's a bunch of other vendors there and stuff. We provide the beer for it. Yep. Started last week. Uh, yeah. And it's been great so far. So another place for you to drink our beer in the South shore. Awesome. Um, yeah. pretty close too, right great. down the street. Yep.
0: Yeah. Very cool.
4: Excellent. Erica,
1: your favorite question. All
0: right. Let's go with it. Um, cool. So what are you guys most proud of? And that can be as wide open as you want. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
4: you saved the heat till the end so um
0: <laughs> oh man you well saved the political i mean questions. i
4: started all this not knowing what i wanted to do and now i know exactly what i want to do and i think i'm most proud of figuring it out That's on my cool. own um i got a family full of people who are in trades and stuff and it never really kind of clicked with me and music didn't work out the, <laughs> the way i wanted it to There's so stole still a chance yeah yeah i won't stop i won't stop playing but but no i mean like to find something that you know preoccupies my mind because I'm definitely an overthinker um just as much as it does and to be able to kind of make that into something that I turned into literal money um like to get paid for it is is just like the thing I get most stoked about um yeah. just being here and having this be my day in day out my fiance hates it because I'll literally be like oh I need to go to work right now but uh <laughs> and that's more recent but <laughs> um but uh but yeah, no, I think just that alone, like that was something that was very unclear to me for a long time. And now I I think I have crystal clear direction. That's so. awesome. Congrats. Thank you.
3: Yeah. I think that is kind of like, I'm going to compound or build on that answer. Like I had this, and a lot of people have these ideas to open this business. I had this idea to start Widowmaker in my basement. And now uh, some of my, longest lifelong friends work here and make a living here and uh you know the person who invested in me is happy and seeing return and i have six full-time employees 24 25 part-time employees my brother-in-law started here (laughs) this weekend like that's awesome i get to employ people i really care about and it's but Chris said like there's things that keep me up that's what keeps me up is how many people now depend on this to be successful and so I'm gonna give it every ounce of effort I have every yeah. day to make it work
0: cool. that's awesome
3: yeah thank you that's like Good I like answers. I love <laughs> answers
0: yeah
1: <laughs> awesome we always get really cool ones
4: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> no, I like the question oh thanks Erica thought of it. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) You should be most proud of that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: So, yeah, if you guys uh, just want to come to an overall awesome environment, uh, it's family friendly, but make sure your kids aren't
0: assholes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's my words, not their words. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Enjoy Widowmaker. Come. uh, Enjoy the South Shore. It's a beautiful area. There's a bunch of breweries around here, so you don't just have to make the trip over to Zacom or wherever you're coming from. But if you're going to make it about one, come to a <laughs> Come <Maker>. to make <Exactly>. it. <laughs> Hit us first. <laughs> we pretty much did, which is yeah. pretty awesome no, today. Exactly. So. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And thank you guys for doing it. I know that we had some miscommunication yeah. in the past oh. about just when we were going to do it, but everything's ha- adaptable. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's happy
0: we're to do now. it.
4: Yeah, yeah. We're here now. It's great. Thanks for trekking it out here and <laughs> the, the weather and all that nonsense. Oh, no, yeah. At least it's not snow right now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, well cheers guys. Wait, cheers. Fun.
1: Cheers. Thanks cool. guys. hey thank you guys once again for listening to our 99th episode next week will be our
5: 100th 100th episode episode,
1: which is a feat uh starting this i never thought that we would get to not that i thought didn't believe in us i just thought who's gonna give a shit about us but uh (laughs) we made it to 99 episodes uh we're gonna make it to 100 episodes and we have a huge guest for next week who do we have ryan Alchemist. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: What?
2: Yeah, right? The
1: Alchemist? Yeah, yeah the
0: oh Alchemist.
2: God. Yeah, They're pretty nice guys. And, and, and girl. And Gail.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Jen was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got John and Jen from Alchemist. Um, if you guys don't know who they are, wait till next week. Um, obviously, you know who Alchemist is, because I'm sure at one point you traded for Hetty Topper if you're around the area, or you waited in line years ago, or... You haven't had it? I was
0: like, Hetty Topper's been traded, like, worldwide. Yeah, so,
1: <laughs> if you haven't had it, we're gonna tell you all about it. Because oh, yeah. there's quite the history to that beer. Um, at one point, that was the biggest beer in craft beer. And still today, oh, sure. has such a strong reputation and is a go-to beer. Um, I, I haven't, me- I still have not met a person who does not like that beer.
2: Even Chris from Widowmaker said that was his favorite beer and that would be his last mm. beer. And from parents.
1: Fun Fun facts. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thanks to Widowmaker for being our 99th guest. And um, yeah, we said it in the intro, but please rate and subscribe. And uh, we will catch you next week for our 100th episode. And make sure on February 7th, you are at East Regiment Brewing Company for our party. It starts at 7 o'clock p.m. Yeah. And goes till 10. And there's going To be, like kick us out There's going to be po' boys <laughs> There's going to be a video that we made And there's going to be beer that we made A
0: delicious ESB
1: Which we're so excited for So we will catch you guys next week for our 100th episode With Alchemist Brewing And uh, until then
0: cheers! Cheers, cheers.